up, everybody? Welcome into episode five of Views from the Horseshoe podcast. I'm your host for today, Dylan Taylor, alongside my co-host, my fellow host, however you, however you want to give him the title. He doesn't care. Maybe he does. I don't know. It's Darius White. Darius, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing much, honestly. And actually, I really don't care. I guess we're we're both hosts in a sense, you know, co-host, you know, primary host. We're both of those in some sense or fashion, right? So I guess it doesn't really matter as much. We give titles just whichever title you do you want to be president of the podcast Darius yes I can I be like the the grand marshal of the, the podcast like I'll, I'll just you know, I'll give you your knighthood it. yeah we, we don't we don't care well I'll you you want to raise you want to come up with a different title doesn't matter to me I'm not going to fight it yeah well great podcast episode today uh man we're really close to basketball season starting up uh so I'm really excited to talk about that but first let's start with this weekend uh, looking at MTSU versus UConn, lot 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 of storylines there to be real. What Dylan? What? You, how about you start us off? Yeah, Blue Raider football. Um, another week. I mean, you had the bye week last week. You've got the Huskies of UConn. MTSU's traveling up to Husky territory. It's um. I mean, we got into it a little bit last week, just kind of. Previewing the game, um, what to expect from both teams. We'll get into it a little bit more here in a second. But, you know, you had players going home this past week, um, or most of them going home, depending on how close you live. That was the first thing. We, we've got a couple sound bites for you, just checking in with the team over the past bye week, seeing what they were up to, kind of how they were preparing for everything. Uh, the first one is courtesy of Reed Blankenship. So here's a read. Oh. I think a lot of our guys just relaxed. Um, I know personally, I'm only an hour and a half, two hour drive home. So I went home to see my family and, you know, just got away from, you know, everything, just relaxed, just, you know, took care of my body. And, you know, it's something that I needed. And uh, I was ready to go when, when we got back Sunday and my body feels refreshed. So I, I believe everybody else is on the same boat as me. Yeah, that was safety Reed Blankenship. You kind of heard from him, you know, he, he's not – too far of a drive away it's a good it's a good week for everybody to kind of get refreshed I mean it, it the season hasn't really gone I don't know if you'd say how you expect how you wanted it to but regardless I mean whether you're winless or you you've won every game it's it's always nice to have a bye week I mean that's why they put them in there it, it gets to a point football's such a physical game so it takes such a toll on your body that eventually you're going to need a bye week I mean it's paramount for not only player safety but just mental as well like just being able to take a week off go home get away from the game and focus on getting yourself right yeah and definitely coming off a rough game against liberty i think mcsu needed that time to go back refresh you know and take a break from football you know football is a big part of a lot of these players lives but it's not the only part of their lives so i think focusing on you know that break, that rest period is going to be something that MTSU will need coming up against UConn, which, believe it or not, UConn's team isn't that great. <laughs> I guess I guess that's not really hard to believe, seeing that they only have one win on the season. Despite what the national media will tell you about UConn, not great. <laughs> yeah, see, like UConn's basketball, women's basketball is, you know, A-OK, but yeah. their football team is... They're they're in the they're in the dumps right now, and they're they're really looking for an opportunity to come out and win. Definitely with this team, you know, 
only having one win on the season and being known as one of the worst teams in college football, you know, this season. But I want to bring in some numbers. When do you think was the last time that MTSU and UConn played each other? Mm. Was it after the turn of the millennium, 2000? Yes, it was. It was. We'll go. I'll go 2006. Hmm. That's kind of close, but it was almost 20 years ago. Uh, on November 17th, 2001. 2001. So, yeah, think about it. It's been 20 years since we played UConn last in football, and our program has changed a lot since then, and their program has changed a lot since then, too. Uh, and I'm not sure if that's all. I'm an uptrend or downtrend for us as of now, but they're probably on the downtrend. They were the up and down. Yeah, I mean, they UConn football, I mean, it's kind of what we were talking about a minute ago, but – um, not the greatest season, not the greatest stretch of the last couple seasons, but I'm trying to think. 20 years can be a lot of time. Like, think about, you know, how much teams have changed in 20 years, and both teams have changed a lot in 20 years. So right in the middle, that's, that's a little bit, that's been a little bit later than I was thinking, but the 2011 Fiesta Bowl, UConn was in the, the Fiesta Bowl. I mean, it's a New Year's Bowl game. So, it, I mean, 2011, you said 2001, years ago. right in the middle. I mean, you, UConn, I know their coach, I believe it was Randy Edsel then, the same coach that uh, was just relieved of his duties earlier this year. That's I know they're rolling with uh, interim coach right now, I believe. Uh, we got Brett Dearman. Uh, we've got a quote from MT Athletics later. But we've got a quote from him kind of talking about the UConn defense. I believe their interim coach, I believe he said, is the um, – is the former defensive coordinator at the start of the year has taken over as the interim now. So I'm sure he promoted a linebackers coach, D-line coach, up to the coordinator spot, just uh, deal with all the game day media duties that come with being a head coach at the Division One level. But, yeah, I mean, right there in the middle, kind of what we were saying on the trajectory, right there in the middle, they were in the, in the Fiesta Bowl just 10 years ago. So it's kind of – I mean, a lot can happen in Division One athletics. I mean, player changes, coaches changes, every, everything like that plays a part, definitely. But, I mean, you're talking about a team that was up there with the likes of the of the Oklahoma Sooners just 10 years ago. So, kind of dramatic to see how far they've fallen in. You don't want to say a short period of time. I mean, it's 10 years. To me, that seems like forever. I mean, we're college students. I mean, I'm 22, so... I mean, 10 years ago, I was 12. What was I doing when I was 12? I was was at middle school, sixth grade, something like that. So pretty incredible to see just kind of how far they've fallen since then. Yeah, and I guess it's also kind of strange thinking about the Huskies, you know, I guess not even necessarily the Huskies' point of view, but like thinking about MTSU's point of view going into this game against the Huskies. Because there's a lot of things that, you know, that people are saying about the team, questioning if they are going to have the ability to go out there and win the game. Like, I don't question it, but there's there's people out there that are skeptics to seeing if MTSU will be, you know, will have that willpower, will have the strength, will have the determination to go out and get what most people are considering an easy win. Am I wrong here? No, no, and it's it comes down to just as much, like you said, you know, questioning. There's questioning ability, and then there's questioning want to. You know, you're you're a little over, you're halfway, a little over halfway into the season now for both squads. 
if it's not going the way you thought it was going to be going or if it's right on par with probably not going to be great, are players still buying in? Do they Are they buying what the coaching staff's selling? Obviously, at UConn, they, they either weren't or they, they knew something had to be done there. So, I mean, that was just a couple games into the year. So, there there is always that question of, can the players do it? Yeah, but do they want to do it? And do they want to for the coach that they've got? And we, like I said, we've got this quote from Dearman talking just a couple of days ago, MTSU offensive coordinator Brent Dearman. He kind of previews or kind of gets into that UConn mentality of how are they playing this point in the year, not only on the field, but are, are they still mentally in it? I commend the, uh, those guys for the way they fight and the, the adversity that they faced. And uh, the, the interim head coach is a defense coordinator. Um, and I know he's not fully the D.C. now. He, he handed down to somebody else. But you can tell those guys fight hard on defense. Um, they play hard. They're playing a good amount of guys and, and getting a lot of experience on their side of the ball. But um, I think they're, they've really picked it up. They're adding some new things every week. And, and usually a team in that situation doesn't do that. They just kind of make it through the year. And these guys are not just making it through the year. They're, they're making the most out of their opportunity every week. So we got to prepare to play our best game this week. Yeah, so you heard you heard Dearman there. I, I want to get your thoughts on that quote. You you heard him say, you know, they're not just making it through the year. I, I mean, it, it's you. Know, no coach is going to come out and be like, hey, yeah, you know, those guys, you know, they're just not very good. Surprised that impacted them. I mean, that, they're not going to come out and say that in a in, no, a, in an interview. You can't say that about your opponents, right? But do, are you buying what he's saying about you know they they they're still out there giving it their all? I'm kind of split on it. What What do you think? So, in my mind, I think UConn might be giving it their all, but their all just really isn't good enough. But also, you were speaking about Dearman, and I think Coach Dearman's mentality is whoever's on the other side of the field is going to lose. Like, that's the mentality you go in with every day. Brother, this is supposed to be the cupcake game of the season for MTSU. You got to be honed in, you got to be focused, and you got to make sure that your team is prepared to go out there and win at all costs. So I 100% agree with them. And, you know, I don't know about the the, the Huskies' point of view because I don't – I think their their season's a wash. Whether they believe it or not, their season is a wash. Yeah, it's just, just a fact, yeah. Yeah, so – but for MTSU, this their season isn't over quite yet. Like, they still have time to improve on the season to get into a bowl game, but also to show – you know, the rest of the conference said, hey, you know, we're out here to play football. Whether you believe we're an easy team or not, we're going to go out there and we're going to win. Yeah, so we'll we'll wrap up football there. We weren't going to go as long today on it just because kind of got into it last week. We'll wrap it up, though. We, we got we to gotta get predictions, I mean, obviously. so. Okay, so looking at the numbers, MTSU is a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, so looking at that, I expect MTSU to go out there and, you know, do what the Blue Raiders do and, you know, strike hot on offense. And I have them winning in a game of 35-13. to 35-13. 22 points. You got them covering. Hey, good good teams win. Great teams cover, Darius. That's, that's the motto we roll by. I'll go – see, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of buy into what you're saying there. That you, I mean, well, I don't even have to buy in. I mean, it's kind of more obvious. 
MTSU's got more to play for this year than UConn. I mean, it's still their first year under a new offensive system. I, I, I want to say it's going to be a close game. I'll probably go a little bit closer than you. I'll, I like 35 for MTSU, but I'll go, I'll go 35-21. I'll say UConn barely covers the spread. We got two scores. We got fourteen. As what you what you say, fifteen and a half. They're favored by. Yeah, fifteen and a half. I, I'll go. UConn barely covers. I'll I'll be the pessimist today. Somebody's got to. But that that wraps up football. Darius, you've got some notes on the MT basketball team with their season. What about three weeks? Three weeks away now. Yeah, basketball season is upon us. Like you don't know how excited I was to see that to to actually draft my fantasy basketball team. Uh, so that was really exciting, and now college hoops is starting up, which is also really exciting. But from the MTSU point of view, there's a lot of improvement that needs to happen on this season. Uh, seeing that they started or they finished off the season uh, five and eighteen overall, but also three and thirteen in the conference, losing their last seven games. MTSU needs a bounce back year when it comes to basketball. Sim- simple as that, and I think we have a you know something from coach mcdivitt um talking about how his team feels about this season and where we're going uh, as the blue raiders or where the blue raiders are going um for this season new campaign new energy that's the motto we're, we're just looking forward to uh so we're we're just looking forward to um the the this upcoming season it, there's a a really good vibe uh, with this group in the in the locker room, in the uh, in the weight room, out on the court, um, there, there's just a different spirit about them. You can tell that uh, they're looking forward to the season as well. Uh, different spirit, different attitude, and that's we heard it from McDevitt there, obviously. But you always wonder, what about the players? Yeah, and player buy-in is the biggest piece that we should be looking for when you're talking about a new system or a new new anything if your players aren't buying into it then you know it's just all wash at the end so i think we have uh donovan sims donovan sims guard grad student but yeah it's kind of what you were saying coaches talk i mean coaches have to get up there and talk to to media yeah Yeah. they 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 have to they have to say things fans want to hear what about the players and yeah you just said we got donovan sims here let's see what sims had to say about it different energies there every day and uh each guy on the roster brings energy in, in, in different type of ways and uh it's just it's just a great it's great it's great to just be out there with your teammates this year and uh and and when you when you step on that floor each day with your brothers it's it's always it's always time to go to work and and just getting ready for the season. Vibe. Yeah, so you heard Sims there. You, you heard the vibe. Yeah, he started off it's different energy. It's a different vibe. Like when your players are speaking about the energy and the vibes that your team is bringing on, that's something that you should be looking forward to in the right direction. Because even if you don't go out there and win, if you have your players bought in to the vibe and they're committed to you know that, that positive energy, going out there and playing tough, playing hard every day, then MTSU has a great shot at making this season the best season they've had you know, since I've been here personally. Yeah, since, I mean... I was probably, I mean, they were, they were pretty good a couple of years before I got to MTSU. I know when I was still at Motlow, you know, they, MTSU basketball has a 
pretty proud tradition over the last what not 10 years probably yeah, close to definitely. that so it i mean you, you did have the coaching change with mcdevitt i know um you know you lost you lost your last coach to old miss so it's kind of kind of example of sec just kind of taking all the all the young promising coaches your revenge game is coming up this year yes sir december 30th if i'm not mistaken so it, it's i mean you you had a rough year last year December 15th, actually. Against Ole Miss? Yeah, December 15th against Ole Miss. I mean, that's – that – I know they've got a pretty talented team this year, Ole Miss, just from kind of – I guess you could call it insider information, if I if I have any insider information. One of my buddies, his little brother, plays for Ole Miss. So he's – Grant Slatton, shout out. He's he, – one of the best athletes I've seen in in this area, but I, just from what he's talking about, I, I know they had a pretty pretty solid recruiting class coming in. Now, how dependent are they going to be on freshmen this year? You know, SEC freshmen normally, if they're coming in contributing like that, they're going to Kentucky. Just that's that's the way it's been. Now, shout out my Vols; they've got one of the top recruiting classes in the country too. Anyway, back to MTSU though. I mean, that's a big game just because you've got the reunion with Coach Kermit Davis. But new system with McDevitt, what you're looking for this year, you're looking to be competitive in games like that. Wins are – I mean, you never want to go in like, we're winning this game, and if we don't, it's a loss. Or it's not a loss. Obviously, it would be a loss. But if we don't, it's like a – it's a mental loss. It's going to take a toll on you. Those are games you have to go in and play well in. But you can't beat yourself up if you lose, just because you know you're going against the SEC talent. Then, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I also think we should speak about the year that they played basketball in. Like last year in general was a hard time for sports. Right. Definitely sports such as basketball, like with big teams where you're traveling a lot, going between state to state. Lottery games got canceled. You know, quarantines pop up here and there. So there's a lot of different elements that you have to think about that necessarily aren't it's a very it's a very fan dependent sport yeah it's one of those sports i mean yeah you've got it with football but any sport that's playing indoors like that where the noise can kind of reverberate you know you're playing off big momentum swings where coach has to call a timeout because the crowd's so into it and it's about to get away from them yeah that's a great point I, i didn't think about bringing that up but yeah that no crowds last year how much did that affect mtsu or in some in some cases there were crowds but very little crowds. Right. So also you, you think about it like there's there used to be a band they used to play, the band didn't play last season. There used to be fans out in the stands, barely any fans because they just didn't know what procedures looked like. You know how everything would work, seeing that they're coming in from other places. So this season will be one for bounce back if. If I'm the Blue Raiders, I'm focusing on trying to get everybody to buy in, which, check, that's done. Buy-in is buy-in is done. Everybody's bought in. Everybody's ready. Everybody's committed. Now we just got to go out there, play our best, get our wins, and get the fans involved. Get the people that want to get butts in the seats, pretty much. Like, they want to come out and they want to see winning basketball not even it doesn't have to be winning but i just want to see great basketball if every game goes to overtime mtsu will have students in the stands alumni in the stands but the thing is we got to go out there 
or they got to go out there, they got to compete, they got to make it at least, you know, somewhat entertaining for people to want to come and see it. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm I'm not – I mean, basketball's probably – college basketball's probably like third, fourth sport that I follow just personally. I was never a huge basketball fan growing up. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those sports you see it in, like, March Madness that – I mean, you, you see it in football right now. Fans are very excited getting back into stadiums. I mean, you, if you saw – if you've seen any of the big-time stadiums, not even big-time stadiums, just – in general, in college football, you've seen fans that want to get back in the stadium. They want to cheer their team on. So I see no reason why that doesn't happen at MTSU with basketball this year, too. You've got a, you've got a more young team, yeah, but people are just ready to get back and watch. And like you said, they want to watch good basketball. It doesn't have to be perfect record. doesn't have to be a strong winning record. Just go out there and compete. I think that's what everybody's looking for from MTSU this year. So, like I said, I'm excited. I mean, college basketball at its peak, it's to me, it's it's almost right up there with big time college football, almost. I, I will I'll leave it a little bit short. Now you're probably in the opposite camp there, but nope. I'm all about the basketball season. Give me more basketball. Basketball is 365. Like when it comes to me, where basketball is the only thing that really exists when basketball season starts. So. If you like the football topics, you know, look to Dylan to talk about those. But really, we're all bought in on the basketball and the and the Darius camp. To be real, Darius is taking over. It's the, it's the Darius White podcast now. Hey, look, views from the hoops, views from the from the I don't know, views from somewhere else. We'll look at a name change. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at a name change. <laughs> we're gonna have to yeah. de- we're gonna have to design a new logo now because of Darius. But you know, we're working anyway. But before we get out of here. Shout out Coach Jimmy Bourne, Dame, the MTSU tennis team. Yo, tennis Saw, is out there really representing. They've been kicking you-know-what and taking names the last couple of years. Can't say that. It's a cool podcast, but you know what I'm talking about. Been out there grinding the last couple of years, beating big-time teams, beating the teams they're supposed to, doing well in tournaments. They're beating the teams they're not supposed to also. Uh, yeah, it, and it's paying off. I mean, it, six hours ago, you know, we saw the post up there. Knew it was going to happen, but – happened but coach jimmy jimmy Borendame, mtsu college coach of the year gets rewarded not only with trophies with recognition stuff with like that rings he's got his own billboard now mr worldwide there is he is he pitbull now mr worldwide coach jimmy Borendame. Yeah, maybe we can get him on the podcast you know mr worldwide he might, might, might be a little too big for us but you know we'll, we'll try we'll try the billboard looks great too i'm looking at it right now i pulled it up again it's I gotta find out where it's at. I'll, I'll come with that next week. I'll find out where this billboard. If there's multiple, or if this is the only one, but recognizing re- recognizing college coach of the year, Jimmy Bourne, Dame. Yeah, what they say, real recognize real. Whether you're you know, in the SEC or in the CUSA, you're gonna you're gonna be recognized for greatness. Greatness recognize greatness. Does that make me real since I recognize the billboard? You can say yes. Yes. You can say okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But just like that, that's the end of another podcast episode here with me and Dylan. Next week, we'll definitely try to get Robert back in the studio. But until then, this is Views from the Horseshoe Podcast. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Till next week. See you.